1: Right here at the Amanda Seals Show. My name is Amanda Seals.
2: My name is Jeremiah. I like the Bible.
1: It is group chat Thursday. Mm-hmm. All day long. We be chatting it up. chit chit chatting it up about all the things that y'all have been talking about in your own group chats, on the internets, in the twits, on the in, on the group, on the comment sections. <laughs> they love a comment section. They love a comment <laughs> section. So we got our own conversations to have today. And we'd love for you to call in one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Randomly. This is also National Bomb Pop Day.
2: Like the, like the, uh... Yes, the popsicles. I, popsicle? I was like an icicle. The
1: popsicles that are like red, white, and blue. And okay. it's like a missile. I'm yeah. not sure why, but apparently it's to honor American history. <laughs> The way the way that they will have a bomb pop day to honor American history, but not teach about racism right. is comical. I'm like, which part of American
2: history? It's a lot to talk about.
1: It's also national waffle iron every day. And it's to celebrate the invention of the amazing device that allows millions of Americans now listen, I do to love enjoy their breakfast. I love me a
2: waffle now. Growing up, I used to make waffles and waffle iron all the time. Really? Yeah. It's like after school, I would go make waffles.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, we actually have a waffle iron here in the house um, that makes uh, Baby Yoda waffles. Oh, okay,
2: like a little designed one.
1: Yes, Devon Thanks. got me a Baby Yoda one. And then my mom got me these like mini waffle makers.
2: I have one of those. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, all right, well, for your birthday next year, you're getting a waffle maker. <laughs>
2: uh, um, I love waffles.
1: Also, it's National Camera Day.
2: Love cameras also. This
1: is a day to celebrate the fact that photography was once so complicated, it took a
2: scientist to mm. understand. Now it's a part of our daily lives. I get that. Sometimes I think about like the invention of things. I'm like, who in their brain figured this out? Like a motion picture? Like, how did you know to like record? I don't even know how you would do that. Like even like planes, like what in your brain one day was like, I can build something that can fly. So this is the way people's mind works. Some people's minds just work that way.
1: Thankfully, because I know I think about things like. Who figured out that If you put lemon on avocado mm-hmm. That it won't brown right, You know or right. like who Like hacks are the one for me Right When I see ha- I'm like how did you Like it was what means? you was in
2: a bind you... And they had to figure it out Because <laughs> I, mean, I, I was
1: like Do I know any hacks Have you ever created any hacks for yourself
2: No I'm on the internet Look up a hack <laughs> I, I feel like I do more work Because I'm trying <laughs> I can't figure right. out something well, It seems like there's, I feel like we do it all the time We're doing something You're like you know you could do it <laughs> This way <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that does make sense. <laughs> I was going all the way around the world to this simple task. This is very true. Yes. Uh, you know, it's true. We have a whole show today. Did you know that? I did know. And last week's group chat was so popular. It was. We talked about going no contact appearance. So we have By the way,
1: My mom is like... I heard on the radio show That um, you were going to have A deeper conversation About the no contact With the parents Because of Mr. Simmons um, I really want to hear that show Send me the link
2: I'm screaming <laughs> Well she's in She's in luck Because we have Overwarming calls About last week's group chat That we're going to bring it back For another hour Of group chat topics About going no contact With your parents Awesome we are most likely to, Amanda, because we, we actually give out a seal, social, prelative. Yes, we do. And this time it's Black Music Month related because we're at the end of Black Music Month.
1: Oh, we love we it. go out
2: without a bang.
1: Okay. I'm here for you. a
2: little TLC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta stick around To hear all of that So don't go anywhere This is the Amanda Seals show Remember mm-hmm. you can hit me up one eight five five amanda 8 To let me know What you learned this week Every Friday I do my things I learned This week And I would love to hear What you learned So make sure you give me a ring one eight five five amanda 8 That's 262-1855-AMANDA-8 Don't go anywhere It's time to listen Laugh and learn Right here at the Amanda Seals show What's up y'all It's the Amanda Seals show I'm Amanda Seals I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible And it's time to get Into some group chat
2: Let's do it So last week Amanda we talked about going no contact with parents and we got so many calls that we have to keep the topic going. We love a group chat we could like roll over to another yes, week. Yes, yes we do. But if you just joining us, you're like, what is going no contact? we talked about it throughout the week. We've had phone calls but I'm sure some people are like, what, what the heck is that? I ain't never did that. <laughs> so on a basic level, to go no contact with your parents is to exchange yourselves from one relationship with them. Mm-hmm. An adult child might choose to sever the relationship to end physical, psychological, or emotional suffering. No contact means no communication or interaction whatsoever with a toxic parent or parents. And some adult children choose to do so to balance the relationship because they either do it temporarily or until one of the ultimatums is fulfilled or as they feel safe restarting communication. So yeah. It can get a lot. It's a lot, Amanda.
1: Well, it's also just like at the end of the day, we live in a society that's very mm-hmm. much like your parents are just... Supposed to be honored no matter what.
2: Yes, regardless of what they do. That's
1: the part. It's the regardless no matter what thing that I don't get with. And uh, a lot of people are very against that. They're just like, how dare you have a problem with that? Like, your parents gave you life. They kept you alive, et cetera. And I feel like there's, you know, there's people that... I I don't know how else to say it, but it's kind of like there's parents and there's parenting.
2: Yes, yes. Is that a thing? Well, the the idea that you had a child, so you're someone's parent. Yes, fair. (laughs) Just by default. Yeah. There's a child that came out of you. You're responsible for someone. But parenting is the act of actually doing the due diligence of raising a child in the way that's going to help them become successful adults.
1: Now, here's the thing. I think that... For the most part, the people that have called in have said that they went no contact because there was some kind of abuse. Mm-hmm. And it seems like for the most in the most cases of, of our callers, it wasn't that the particular parent abuse them, mm-hmm. but that they allowed for the abuse to happen knowingly mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. weren't protected. Right. So they were either either told to be silent or, you know, just to get over it or whatever, or they turned a blind eye. But that seemed to be even the more common mm-hmm. experience that we heard in the callers, and then we had someone who called and said, you know, that basically they they were an addict, and their their parent just disowned them,
2: right? Erased them from the family unit altogether. Yeah, which is on unfortunate. A cake. On a cage. Oof,
1: that one That's real me. just
2: shoutish But the top four reasons to your point, we talked about. You know, um, I guess. Being a, not a co-conspirator, being a... Enabler. Enabler. That's the word I want to use. Yeah. But the top four reasons um, for going on contact usually are arguments over personality disputes or value systems, Hmm. family roles, emotional abuse, or neglect. Which is interesting.
1: When I did that Katy Perry dinner, that where I like gathered Caitlyn Jenner, that was based on the fact that Katy Perry had voted for Hillary Clinton and her parents had voted for uh, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and she did not know how to go home for Thanksgiving. Ah, I didn't know that. And I thought she, she was having
2: this fun little gathering.
1: <laughs> no, she was. So she was dropping her album, but every night she was doing something different, and that night she wanted to do a dinner with like people with different. Uh, opinions, because she wanted to kind of demonstrate for folks like how would you handle being at a dinner table with a bunch of people that have like different opinions, mm-hmm. um, if particularly for the first time. Because she was like, I feel like I'm not the only one right. that's going to be in this type of like dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, post this election. And so that's how all those that's how all of us ended up there. You know, that's why I was at a dinner table with <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. And by the way, they originally wanted to call it Dinner with
2: Friends. And I was like, I don't know these people. (laughs) We're not friends. So I said, let's call it Dinner with Discourse. (laughs) And they were like, oh, yeah, I don't know these people. But that's interesting to the point of like the the value systems, because growing up, we usually just adopt our parents values. Whatever they say is kind of what we um, do. But then once you get into a young adulthood, go to college or whatever. Yeah, you see the world. (laughs) Right. And now you have your own thoughts. So you see people that have these contentious like battles with their parents over like religion. Maybe they're not religious anymore, but their parents are like devalued religious whether it's sexuality whether it's even just like career things like i want to go be a tap dancer you want me to be a medical doctor yeah and it's like sometimes those things become so contentious if you're if the parent isn't able to let your child be like let your children be who they are and not your little puppets that you want to
1: let your children be the individuals that they are in the world Mm -hmm. like you said not your puppets like they're not an extension they are not they're they're not an extension of you Mm -hmm. They are a descendant of you. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> um, of course, we will say this, who have no children. We'll be right back. We're going to keep this conversation going. Yeah. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up. we up. we up. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, we're here on a group chat Thursday. We've been talking about... Uh, well, we're keeping the conversation going about mm-hmm. going no contact with your parents, right? Yes, yes. And uh, this is something that was brought to light in uh, last week's story about Ming Lee and Aoki Lee Simmons uh, saying that they don't want to talk to their daddy no more. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> because he is abusive. So
1: apparently, my father's in the hospital.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: but again, no you concept. don't talk to me, so that's
2: why it's apparently, allegedly, allegedly. Okay, you know we like to keep the things factual, and actual. You on the Amanda Seal Show, with our <laughs> journalism degree.
1: <laughs> I'm a journalist.
2: <laughs> But um, like you said, we're talking about this. A big part of this because people have been calling in all week, Amanda, about no going, no contact. So if you want to join the conversations, our phone lines are open at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Our first caller has been no contact with her mom. So let's hear her story.
3: Um, I'm not gonna leave my name, but (laughs) I I just this subject was specifically for me. My daughter wants no contact with me. Over a year ago, because I disagreed with her her views on something, and I was just trying to understand what she was saying, and I didn't I didn't really comprehend, and it didn't sound good to me. So I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't get that at all." She got upset. She stormed out my house. I messaged her, and I was like, "Hey, like next time you leave out my house, close my door. You have little brothers in here. I'm like, and you could at least said bye because." She was here on my dime, mind you. She lives out of the state, and I flew her here just to make sure she could be here for something that was completely unrelated from it to me. But I just sent her that message. That's all I said to her. And her response was, um, if you don't want to talk to me in the manner that I would like to be talked to, I'll be cutting you out of my life. So I said, well, okay. And we haven't yeah. spoken since. Um, to add to that, that was corny. My father died recently. She didn't reach out and say anything about anything, sorry, anything. Um, we went to the funeral, and she was crying to everybody as if I guess I'm not the one to cut her off. She's the one that wants to talk to me, um, but she was crying and and showing, you know, oh, I'm so sad, but didn't say one thing to me about my father dying at his funeral. So I don't know. And, and at this point, I'm ready to. Re- turn a favor if you want to cut
1: me off I'll cut you off too Uh, I don't know why y'all parents be acting like you're not the Mm parents so you know where she lost me at where when her daughter said if you're not going to speak to me in the manner with which within which I want to be spoken to then I will not allow you to speak to me Mm -hmm. and she said that she in her own words said that she was like well then so be it
2: so you you made this decision you you made your bed (laughs) right right
1: And that to me is carried through in her conversation. Like Mm -hmm. you let your daughter know that you don't respect your daughter Mm -hmm. and you want her to still come and show you love and affection, et cetera. Right. But you probably raised her to do exactly how you do, Mm -hmm. which is if I'm not going to look, she cut her own daughter off and she don't even realize it. Right. Y'all got to realize, like, don't say things you don't really mean.
2: Yeah, cause I'm gonna hold you to it. You tell I me, mean? deuces.
1: Listen, her daughter told her, "I, I talk to me, and I want to be spoken to in this way." Mm-hmm. And I think it's just that. There's a certain egoism that takes place when you're a parent because you're like, well, who the hell are you to tell me how I speak to you? Like, I am the person who gave you life. Like, I'm the person who fed you and then you wiped your booty. Like, I'm gonna speak to you how I want to speak to you. But the reality is, is that why are you raising an adult who is gonna let it, like let themselves be spoken to any old kind of way?
2: Right. I think for a lot of parents, it's also hard for them to realize. There's a moment in time where you realize, oh, my child's an adult Yes. and not a child anymore. Yes. In the way that you respond to them or yes. they respond to you. And you're gonna have it's, I think it's normal for your parents to have like these, like I guess these Yeah and spats. As you get older, you're like, I'm not a kid. You're yeah, you're not the, my authority. But also, program. like you,
1: I've had to remind my mom repeatedly, like you raised me, mm-hmm. like I am reflecting you.
2: Right. Good and bad.
1: <laughs> Good and bad. <laughs> I just I hate hearing stories like this because it's like I can see it from the outside so quick. Uh-huh. When you in it, it's hard. But from the outside, I was like, oh, two plus two. Well,
2: that's why they call us, Amanda. They get, you know, I Call your daughter.
1: Call your daughter. Call your daughter and tell let your daughter know I love you. And if I misstepped in the past, I want to figure out how we can get back in step for the future. Call your daughter. And call us. 1855-Amanda 8. That's 25 6328 We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show with one group chat. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
4: up.
1: Welcome back y'all, this is the Amanda Seals show, I'm Amanda Seals I'm Jeremiah
2: like the Bible And we
1: are here on a group chat Thursday, right now we've been talking about going no contact with your parents You know what, you you had named like a number of reasons why people will go no contact mm-hmm. um, Personality disputes, you know, abuse, um, what was the
2: other ones? Um, values, a difference in values
1: Family roles, etc mm-hmm. But you know what I really feel like it comes down to? What? A lot of times, ego trip Yeah Ego I'm- trip I mean, ego is rooting like all those things. Yeah, it really <laughs> ego's is rooting a lot
2: of issues on Earth.
1: <sighs> I mean, ego is the enemy, man. Mm-hmm. If you if you find yourself sitting, you know, sitting in stillness, thinking about the distance between you and your parent, mm-hmm. or you and your child, and you really just remove your defenses, mm-hmm. right? You're just by yourself. If at the end of that you land on, because ain't nobody. Ask yourself, like, well, what is that rooted in? Right. What is that rooted in? And if it's rooted in harm, that's real. Mm-hmm. But if it's rooted in...
2: What's the word I'm looking Self, for? Uh, not self-determination. Like
1: self-aggrandizement? Yeah. You lose him. You lose him. And a lot of times, I think a lot of parents feel like you're the child and you have a certain place mm-hmm. in hierarchy mm-hmm. and so like by nature of you being in that lower place than me
2: you don't get to tell me certain things but to your point earlier when you are the parent you also have the the maturity so it's like yeah, you have to not it's your the, you're in the position of power that you want to that you want to own so that also comes with you being the mature person because you know better you should so you, have to do better. you should you
1: should Like I remember my dad being like You owe me an apology This is when I was like A sophomore in college And I was like For what? He was Mm -hmm. like For not calling me When you were younger All right (laughs) I wasn't paying the phone bill
2: (laughs) And you did not live in our state (laughs) That long distance to get you Baby But I do want to hit some people We've been talking about no contact But I want to give some people Some like the tips
1: Was there another call? I think there's another call
4: You want to go to the wrong line? Yeah I want to go
2: to the wrong line All right
4: Hi Amanda, hi Jeremiah, I like the Bible. I love y'all both. Um, I'm calling in on the topic of going no contact with parents. So I have not seen or heard my mom's voice since 2019. I still email her sometimes because it breaks my heart so much to be completely no contact with her even though that's what she deserves. So we do communicate via email every so often uh, but her phone number is 100% blocked on my phone. Um, and it is hard. She violated a boundary. She violated it over and over and over again until she gave me no other choice. Because at some point, if you continually allow somebody to violate your boundaries, you start to feel like you're enabling their bad behavior and you start to feel funny about yourself. Like, why am I letting somebody treat me this way? Nobody's allowed to treat me this way, even if that person is my own mother. Um, So anyway, shout out to my black therapist who helped me through this process, who reminded me over and over and over again that you cannot change people. Um, I actually think this is an Amanda seals um, from Small Doses, which is that people don't change. Life changes people. Um, so I can only okay, hope that quotes. me going no contact might be the life event that makes her want to change. But if not, I've made peace with my decision, and my mental health is only better for it. Um, so thank you again for all the work you do. I love you both. I love the show. I love Small b- Doses. Yeah. We read. <laughs> Yes.
1: She definitely reading. She can't
2: have a quote. So she's She's definitely reading.
1: She's locked in. Thank you so much. And I I really am glad to hear that your mental health is thriving. Mm -hmm. I wonder what boundary her mother crossed. You know what it feels like? That feels like a you try to holler at my man kind of boundary.
2: Not my man. What's her point? I want to get some some of the things you have to kind of like. Think about when going no contact, Amanda. So one is having reasonable expectations because just because you cut off communication with your parents doesn't mean that's going to be the root co- that's going to get to the root co- cause of your problems and it'll be resolved. That's one thing. Right. Another thing that she mentioned was um, you have to release yourself of guilt and shame with the decision. Eesh. It's going to be hard. There are ramifications or fallout from the other person when you're no contact with them. Anytime
1: um, you create a boundary, you're going to get pushed back.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you got to expect that. Also, you can not expect also a grieving process. You can like grieve the relationship that you had with somebody when yeah. it's no longer there and that person isn't um, a part of your daily life. But what you can do, Amanda, is create a new network of handpicked friends and family. Yes. Choose
1: mm-hmm. chosen family.
2: Yes. You can meditate. Also, just being kind to of yourself and taking care of yourself. Like that, that, that harm you were receiving from this other person doesn't um, absolve yourself from. Needing the self-care to make sure you're able to get to the place you want to get, whether that's therapy. Like she mentioned her black therapist, reading books, all those things. Travel. Therapy. Yeah. So it's a lot of things you can do to just to get through these moments as well. Child. This life thing, baby. Like
1: <laughs> like like she said that I said, people don't change. Life changes people.
2: And that's in a book, so it's real. You know, it's in a book. That means it's
1: real. It's in the book, y'all. Small doses (laughs) available everywhere books are sold and on Audible. All right. When we got back, we got um, Jeremiah's most likely to the Seal Show superlative of the day. So Mm. keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We
4: up.
5: McDonald's is not new to chicken. Whether it's audiobooks or
0: all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: It is the Amanda Seals Show. My name is
2: Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible.
1: And Jeremiah, it is time for us to learn who the Seals Show superlative is going to because it is time for Most Likely...
2: All right, y'all. So, Amanda, what do Britney Spears, Mm. Tony Braxton, Mm. and 702 have in common?
1: 702? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: Mm-hmm. Vegas? (laughs) That's actually a good, a good, a good... (laughs) uh, a good take that's not the answer though oh they all had recorded songs that were passed on by TLC who oh. gets today's superlative for you know it's black music month yes still re- re- wrapping it up yep, so I want to do something fun for my superlative today okay so most likely to pass on a hit <laughs> <laughs> goes to my girls T-Buy's Left Eye and Chili okay so if you didn't know the song hit maybe one more time Britney Spears like that was single, the one honey was originally written for TLC yeah, Max Martin and Rami Yaka, they thought the lyrics of the "Baby One More Time" would be right for right on par for TLC's you know sound and style.
1: They're not wrong because honestly, it's raunchy. Mm-hmm. And if you tell, if you ask me, it's it's a tie between TLC and SWV <laughs> who was given like yeah. as far as groups right. Monifa and um, I'm, I'm be a free. <laughs> adina howard yes when you found <laughs> adina howard they were on the solo tip they was up there right they, they was um who's that one with the booty hole um
2: sexy red they was
1: sexy red before she was sexy
2: red but, <laughs> but frankly, i know that yes.
1: uh, you definitely pulled that right out your Ooh. brain um but when it comes to the groups
2: they was definitely raunchy i wanna go damn sam- well surprisingly they passed on a song because they didn't like the lyrical content like they thought the song was a good song, but they, you know what? T-Biz though? couldn't see herself saying "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." She wasn't feeling it.
1: Okay, I can. I feel like you know, just in the general like mm-hmm. word "hit me," mm-hmm.
2: that makes sense. But if you actually listen to the song and imagine T-Biz and Chilli singing it, yeah. you, you can hear it.
1: Oh, baby, baby. Another How song.
2: How was I supposed to know?
1: I can hear the break because like Chilli could have sang the break.
2: Yeah, another song that you could probably hear them singing is "Breathe Again" by Tony Braxton.
1: Wait. Cause I'm losing my senses. That was so incredibly eh. That's that's chilly. I need to hear it. <laughs> someone it. AI. Someone do it AI. Oh, they got
2: they right now. If you listening to this show, AI. See Please, chilly doing. Yes, one more time. And then throw in a left verse. <laughs> Um, but they also were up to sing Breathe Again by Tony Rexton. Babyface wrote that for TLC. No, they, I don't think. And I do. just can't think of it.
1: Oh wait, you're right. And I just can't think about, about it.
2: the tonality of it.
1: Oh man, Actually, that sounds like it has like a baby baby
2: baby kind mm-hmm. of like. Mm-hmm. Babyface wrote it. Baby Baby Baby, I think, as well. So <laughs> Babyface, yeah. <yo. laughs> Also, <laughs> what my girls at from the front to back. Now that to me is just obviously TLC. That was written by for TLC. So apparently, according to Missy Elliott herself, Left Eye called me twice trying to get that record for TLC. But some things happened behind the scenes, and they tried. They tried to come back. Well, Left Eye tried to come back and buy it for her group Black that she had. Oh, um, okay, yeah. Wrote, had a song like 808. Uh huh. But ended up they couldn't being able to do it because 702 had already recorded it. So that almost was a TLC song too.
1: And that put 702 on the
2: map. Mm-hmm. My girls there from the front to back. I
1: know you're feeling that.
2: <laughs> put one hand up. Yep. Can, can repeat you repeat
1: that? that? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Repeat that. All right. Most likely to pass on a hit. Yeah. You know what's impressive though?
2: What? They still have a bunch of hair. Also, like I love CLC. Like I'm still I might go see them in concert next month. I'm oh, trying cool. To I was supposed to go see them during the pandemic. But T, T, uh, T-Bots got sick So they canceled the show Got it And I'm still sad about that Because they got. I got to get them Before they get too old To do the dances It's like Janet Jackson You got to get them While they still St- got da-
1: the I, Don't
2: <laughs> rub it in You got to get them in I'm trying to see her too We both in the same boat, Amanda You've seen Janet at least once I ain't seen nobody Nantime I saw Janet in 1989 In her prime, in her peak fair, fair I did go to the Rhythm Nation tour Like, what are you talking about? This you know, is, these the repeat. This the repeat tour. This thing, the greatest hit tour, um. y'all.
1: You know what? We're gonna be talking about all types of things because it is a group chat Thursday. So yeah. keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Thank you for sharing your most likely Jeremiah like the Bible. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. And the seals today is my homeboy Charlemagne's birthday my fellow cancer shout out to char uh you know my cancer my day is coming up it's coming up y'all two days mm-hmm. two days and i uh, hope to get a happy birthday from you so this hour on group chat thursday we got to talk about relationships i love when we have relationship conversations
2: yes people love it too they be calling in they be they be waiting to tell about day yes. relationships. Um we're gonna talk about dating, Amanda. Like yeah. actually dating. Like we talk about okay. like the like the idea of like the process of like getting to know someone, but like actually going on dates. Okay. And what that means, what that looks like. Because people have rules and
1: Yes, there are people with like you, know, you well I think everybody should have their non-negotiables. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you should have your and those are just basically like your standards. Yes. You know what I think would be good to talk about during this hour? The difference between standards and expectations when okay. it comes to dating. Okay. Cuz that's the thing other thing is like I don't think people know the difference between that. Mm-hmm. And so then people are always like you shouldn't have expectations when you're dating. I'm like easy, easy. So let's let's make room to talk about that. But when we get back um we're going to talk about dating non-negotiables, we're also going to talk about like when you plan a date for somebody and it like, yeah, it don't, it don't hit best of intentions. So I, we're going to each tell a story about that. So, <laughs> so keep it locked right here. And of course we want to hear from you guys. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. What is a dating non-negotiable for you? Okay. When what is one where you're just like, you know what? Uh, this is in order for us to even go on a date, mm-hmm. this can't mm-hmm. this can't be a part of the mix. All right. We want to hear from you again. 1-855-262-6328. That's one eight five five-262-6328. We'll be right back to get into this group chat this hour right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here.
2: I'm Jeremiah I Like the Bible.
1: So we're talking about dating.
2: Yes. We're talking
1: about dating non negotiable. Okay, you tell know, me about people-
2: it. They have to the lot. They have a lot of rules when they come to date, and like a lot, a lot. Of, hear a lot of girls say they don't want the first date at your house. You got to take them to a restaurant. Like, don't talk about some let's come over here and chill. That's our first date. They like no, straight at the gate.
1: You know why? Because <laughs> that feels like the okie doke for the pokey poke. <laughs> the pokey poke. <laughs> That's what that feels like.
2: Yeah, some guys are trying to like you know slick slide in real quick. Or maybe they broke. They ain't got no money. So they like, I can even take you There's many other
1: options that you can do for free <laughs> other than bring me to your house. Because also the thing is, like, chill. honestly, if I'm going to come to your house, I do expect you to do something special then at the house. Like, right. are we having a candlelit dinner? Mm-hmm. Like, did you get this catered? Like, what are we doing? Because what Netflix and chilling. When I was younger, okay, that may have felt like fine because Ooh. it was just like, oh, like, we're spending time. But now that um, you're older, you're just like, no, cut it out.
2: 42 so year old Amanda's not Netflix and chilling.
1: Well, I'm not. I mean, I actually am Netflix and chilling because I'm white, right? Out. But right, right, I would, right. but at this age, like if I had to be out there again, hell no,
2: got you. For me, one of the things we have to go on a date where we can actually talk, like hmm. you know, how people go to like the movies on the first date, yeah. I feel you. I'm like, it's just weird. First of all, going to the moves with somebody you just met, it's just like <laughs> we're kind of just sitting next to each
4: other, looking you at you know each other. what,
1: though, like when you were younger. That felt good because dating is awkward. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just allowed for kind of just like, let's be in the same space, but right. without the pressure of having to talk. Mm-hmm. And then there might be like a handheld, like a hand on the Y'all thigh. like to be nasty. That's wait, No, hand waiting for a hand to land on a thigh during, like a, during a date to a movie was like such a exhilarating, like tintillating experience.
2: These kids now touching more than thighs. You're right. And they coming home with
1: the baby bump. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing things in theaters, but I was an adult. <laughs> see,
2: see, see, I was an adult. No, but I really like to do something where we're... I would really prefer something that's interactive, actually, on the first date. So you're trying to do, like, a panic room? Yes, I'm going to say, I feel like... I awesome. <laughs> Because at this point, dating is a lot. If we go somewhere and we got the house, we got to be fun. You know what it is, is that you want to feel like even if the date isn't successful,
1: I didn't waste my time. So we either have like an amazing meal or Mm -hmm. we have like a fun time. Like we went somewhere and Mm -hmm. like I had an experience I can come back and have with people I actually like.
2: Yes. I went on a date one time with someone to a Mexican restaurant in L.A. And it was like so dark (laughs) that we could like barely see each other. Also, they were playing loud ass music. And I'm just like.
1: Not even like that. like Just like a
2: DJ. I'm like... Oh, that's weird. But it's like nighttime. I just woke the dog up. <laughs> it was too much. I'm like, I I like we're trying to talk to each other, but I can't really hear you. So I'm like yelling.
1: This guacamole is really
2: good. <laughs> you know, I kind of talk like soft.
1: Who? Me. I guess people have said Jeremiah needs to speak up when we do like I'm like, live. I'm not yelling. I, it feels weird. So to you're like like right. Yell. You're not like a, You're not. you're not necessarily like an amplifier, like a loud talker. I'm a bit of a loud talker.
2: You are.
1: You right are. up without talker Because I'm a theatrically trained mm-hmm. actress. Mm-hmm. What could I say? It's my mask resonance. Shout out to my thespians. <laughs> we got to hit to the back of the theater. We got to get to the back of the theater. Well, I want to hear what your dating non negotiables are, y'all. five five Amanda 8. That's one 855 262 6328 When we get back, I want to talk about the difference between standards versus expectations when it comes to dating. Because I know people love to say, like, you see, y'all could be dating with too many expectations. And I want to get to the bottom of like what all that really means. Stick around. We'll be right here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's a group chat. First. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
5: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
1: Good y'all. So group chat Thursday here at the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. And uh, let's get into the difference between standards versus expectations. Now, I don't know about you, Jeremiah, but I feel like I am constantly, especially when I was dating, I would constantly hear like date without expectations, Mm -hmm. date without expectations. So I had to really like eventually like get examined, you know, I love to examine stuff like that. If you listen to my podcast, I do gem drop in where I always try and pit like two words against each other and just kind of like get to the real bottom of like, what do these words really mean? Mm -hmm. And I think what it is, is that we have to identify that standards are the things that people know. Yes. Expectations are the things you have for yourself.
2: Okay, I got you. I'm, I'm following.
1: So, like, for instance, in the last break, we talked about, like, people have standards for their dates where they're just like, no, I'm not going to go to your house for the first date. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, like, this is what I expect. Uh-huh. Expectations are things that to me, it's kind of like, I have these things that are like my benchmarks, like things that I want. Um, but if they happen, like, I can't control whether they happen or not.
2: Right, right. Whether you're six feet tall, I can't control that.
1: Like your expectations on a dater that the person is, you know, I think that for me, it was like, OK, my expectations for a dater that you're going to like think about it. You're going to like present me with options um, and then we're, you won't be on time, you know, and then people will say like you shouldn't have those, though. You're setting yourself up. And I don't think that's true. I think that you should have your expectations. I think that there is something to be said for like communicating your expectations but don't take it personal if you didn't communicate your expectations Uh and they don't come to fruition
2: that's real because people only do what they know i was laughing when you said that because i somebody definitely told me they didn't want to go on another date with me because i was late to the first date but i couldn't find parking i was there but like did you 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 communicate that yeah i'm like i'm trying to find parking like i'm here (laughs) But, you know, L.A. is trying to find street parking in L.A. You like, ooh, I'm about to go home.
1: (laughs) I had a homegirl do that. I had a homegirl really be, like, flipped out on me because I was 10 minutes too late to, like, a lunch or a dinner. And she was like, you owe me a drink. And I was like, oh, you, what? I texted you and told you I was in traffic. I can't control traffic. And I'm also not giving you a drink, buying you a drink for being late for 10 minutes. We, like, never spoke again. She, like, sent me a text, like, two years ago. Like, I just want to apologize for that. I was just being
2: really extra. So she never got a drink. (laughs) (laughs) She expected that drink, Amanda.
1: You know, the thing about expectations, though, is that I think the biggest thing is that a lot of people don't communicate them. Like at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. break, I don't think I was clear when I said that oftentimes expectations are not communicated. Right. Like we keep them to ourselves, but then we hold people to those expectations. Mm -hmm. I think you should be able to have expectations. Mm -hmm. I think you also should have standards. And whether people meet those things or not is how you determine whether you want to move forward. Your standards are the things that you do not budge from. Your expectations are the things that you prefer, Mm -hmm. that you would like. And I think sometimes it can happen where you're like, oh, this was my expectation, but actually this was different, but it didn't like ruin this for me.
2: Right. You have to be realistic too. Be realistic. Listen,
1: Indian matchmaker. (laughs) She's like, listen, you are not getting more than 70%. Nobody is 100%.
2: I mean, like for me, I would be expecting people, someone creative person. I would like somebody who's also creative. Why? Because you ever talk to somebody that's not creative about something creative and they're just like looking at you crazy?
1: Actually, you know what? Let me take that back. Let me take that back. I think it's like... Because I I've, I've, I used to feel this way and I'm with a creative, but like we both demonstrate our creativity
2: different. Right. And Which I is think, fine.
1: But I think sometimes when we say this, like we want a creative, like mm.
2: we're thinking of someone who's going to be like me. I don't know just be like me. Okay. But like if we're talking about like something just artistic or creative, you should be able to give like your like, oh, okay. Like for instance, we talk about how we like TVs and movies all the time. We're talking about a show you just like, yeah, that was cool. That would drive me crazy. You know what? I had to actually, like... <laughs> tell me your thoughts about I the I had plot. to literally,
1: like, exp- like get that out of Devon. <laughs> like, that was, like... I don't, don't want to say training, but it was, like... I had to, like, let him know, like... If I ask you about a show, I expect me. you to tell me about the show. If I ask you about my show, mm-hmm. I expect you to tell me about it. Not, it's cool, it's good. I expect you to, like, think about it.
2: Right. Because now I'm just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, also, it's just <laughs> like, you have more thoughts than this. Like, people really don't though They really just like Oh it was cool They really thought it was cool And I'm just like Goodbye I'm not the one for you I'm not the one for you
1: <laughs> Well when we get back When we do feel like We have the one for us We mm-hmm. try to do something special Sometimes that doesn't always work yet. So we're going to share Some stories where we tried To do a special date Or a special date was tried On us And it just didn't Really go the route we get, We're going to get into that When we get back Right here to the Amanda Seal
5: show Keep it live The
1: Amanda Seal show We up We up We up It's Group Chat Thursday here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah. Like the Bible.
1: Okay, so Jeremiah, have you ever tried to do like a special date for somebody and it didn't it didn't go right?
2: Yeah, I mean it was like a little special outing. It was like a full date because you know, I was in college, so we had no we had no money. Okay, but I didn't have a car, and in DC that's a that's a big, that's thing. A big thing. Okay, so I was dating somebody in my college sweetheart, it's my college little boo thing. And in DC at the time, there was no Chick-fil-A. And we're both from Atlanta. So like, you know, Chick-fil-A is a big thing. Yes. So like, Chick-fil-A. The only one was like in um Silver Spring, Maryland, which is like a ways. So he had said one day, like he wanted Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, oh, he won- like, I remember he said. So you're this. like,
1: oh, I'm gonna bake this. I'm gonna
2: take you, we're gonna go on a weekend. So we were hanging out, doing some other stu- stuff So now I'm like, okay, we're now about to go to Chick-fil-A. We're riding on the car down Georgia Avenue, which is Long Street, and we pass the Popeyes. He's like, oh my God, let's stop at Popeye's. I'm like, no, we can't stop at Popeye's. He's like why not I'm like, We cannot stop at
1: Popeye's
2: <laughs> So we get into a whole argument Because he's like Why won't you stop at Popeye's Like I believe in Popeye's I'm just like
1: Okay but here's the thing Because we cannot this,
2: stop at Popeye's no,
1: See I'ma fight you <laughs> I'ma fight you Because this is an actual argument That me and Javon have had Why can't you just say Because I have a surprise for you That cuts it that right there cuts it. Oh, let me sit back and shut up. You wouldn't even have to do anything else, but the Maybe. fact that y'all just do not verbalize these things because the, the reveal, This literally happened with me and Devon the other day because <laughs> he knows that like I don't play about the beach and he like went to the beach without me. I was like, he, I got home, I was like, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm in Malibu. I'm like, you Malibu. he's like, yeah, I'm at the open. I'm like at the shopping center in Malibu, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so when he gets home, he's like, "I got you some real cool things for your birthday." Why? Are you, <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it ruins the surprise. No, it doesn't ruin the surprise. Because I—that's the surprise. I'm out here shopping for your birthday. Oh my god, I'm surprised! Yay! I'm not opening the gifts right now.
2: I mean, that's you could have
1: literally said to him, "I want to surprise you." That's it. he don't know where we're going. he don't know where we're going. You saved yourself. I can't get with you on that. We, Sorry. Well, we finally
2: made it though. So by, the, <laughs> first, by, the, by the time you pass the Popeye, it's like another like at least fifteen minutes.
1: Okay, so S- S-
2: that's a whole. So we're like arguing for fifteen minutes. So we get there. And I'm just like over at this point. I'm like, now nah, I don't wanna do this no Now nah, I don't wanna this. Do-. So literally we I got the car, I went down. So like, you get the walk down like from the parking garage downstairs to the Chick-fil-A. I like sat down and ate the Chick-fil-A. And I was like, I'm like FM, forget this. And he's like in a car, like he didn't come. i thought he was, like come, but he didn't come. So now I'm like, ah, forget it. So then I went to the get a bag, I'm like, I got my food to go. Like I'm just really annoyed. Like this whole thing is annoying. So the whole ride back to campus, we just like this so avoidable I think we actually End up stopping at Popeyes at, <laughs> But like I dropped him at his door I'm like You know what Don't talk to me Was that the end? No uh, I was gonna say That sounds like You had a tantrum I could text him right now If I wanted to Ooh. Let me text him You remember that I should, I should text him You remember that time We got to our Chick-fil-A I wonder if he remembers that
1: Please text him Let's text him I wanna know So while you're doing that <laughs> While you're doing that, um, you know, Devon, when we first were getting back together, like I feel like he was really on something like, I'm gonna show Amanda, like, you know, just how much I love her, just how get much how one. grown I am. Yeah. So the thing about it though is that he had been like yeah. just a loner and had just been single. So he wasn't like in practice of like keeping me abreast of like keeping people abreast of things. Mm-hmm. So he like got to the house and was like, you need to get ready. And I was like, get ready like and also but at that point too i was still very adversarial and like who are you bossing around right so i'm like we need to get ready he's like hurry up i'm like don't rush me y'all i don't because i still didn't know where like what do you mean and it wasn't like he was like i have a surprise for you we need to go now mind you
4: mm-hmm.
1: I need to know some factors in the surprise. I need to know, like, do I need to wear a sensible shoe?
2: That's okay. In this scenario, that is true. Because you're like, what? you want me to get dressed? What am I? We're,
1: and like, he couldn't like really like give me that. Now he understands, like, I need all the factors. A framework. Yes. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know. I, like, so now he's arguing because I'm like, I just feel like you're to me. You're not going to be any information. I don't know what we're doing. And he's just like, oh my God, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to go by myself. He was about to leave. <laughs> He was about to leave me and go by himself to a thing that he had gotten for me.
2: It'd be like that.
1: Long story short, I get in the car. We don't talk. By the way, this is when I lived in Sherman Oaks. So he was taking me to the beach. The beach is a thing for me and Devon. We both are like that's obsessed with That's a good 45 minutes of silence. And then like, he's like, what's playing Wu-Tang? And then like, we stopped at Sharky's, which is like a, like a, it's like above Taco Bell, but it's still like not like fine dining. Best, right. so I'm fruit-ish. like, what are we doing? Like, why are we here? Okay, so we get the stuff, and then we go, and he's yeah. like, surprise! And we get to the beach, and there's like a table set up with like flowers, and like it's really beautiful. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all they don't make food for this They just like set it up You have to bring the food The sharkies was the food. the food And by the way like I wasn't feeling Sharky So all I had gotten was chips
2: Yikes yeah. But it was beautiful though. It was pretty.
1: It was beautiful, but we had argued the whole <laughs> way. And I was just like, this is so mm-hmm. dumb. Like you could have like handled this so differently and like it wouldn't have even been a thing. And like we ended up like we have pictures at the end that make it look like it was like a real kid.
2: <laughs> I mean you gotta get your pictures now. Yeah,
1: we have pictures where he's like kissing me. It's like, oh look at this. And it's also like oh, it's also like a sunset. So you like sit there and you like watch oh, the sunset. It's cute. really
2: beautiful. Yeah. We really should
1: do it again.
2: With the proper nutrition. Yes. I don't know about the people if they ever had this experience. I'm sure They've had surprise date fails.
1: Oh, please share with us your surprise date fails. Either a surprise date failing on you or one that you were trying to do for someone. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got six second headlines when we get back right here to The Amanda Seal Show on a group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all know what time it is. This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals.
2: I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible.
1: And it's time for 60 Second (laughs) Headlines.
2: Y'all, So the president, Joe Biden announced that billions of dollars will be used to connect underserved communities with high-speed internet.
1: This is huge. And you know why? Because they are really trying to undercut the informations. And so this right here goes right around that.
2: All right. Up next, a university janitor heard an annoying alarm and turned off a freezer and ended up ruining 20 years of school research worth $1 million. Damn,
1: homie. (laughs) I hope he has another job lined up.
2: That's bad. That's bad. Um, Also, Vanessa Bryant, she won a big, 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 big lawsuit um, from Kobe's Body Armor lawsuit and got $400 million. What's the Body Armor lawsuit? Well, she sued the sports drink company, Body Armor.
1: Oh, I wonder why. Mm -hmm, Well, mm -hmm. she won... What why did she she sued them for what
2: though? Well, you know, Kobe invested some money and they said that he didn't, so she had to sue them to get the money back, Amanda.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's how that goes. That how that's how that goes. That sounds shady,
2: so good for her. And speaking of money, Nicki Minaj offered to pay for college for the 14-year-old boy in Chicago who killed the man to had killed his mother at the hot dog stand.
1: That's awesome. I think she's like, she consistently be paying for people's college. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, Nikki be doing her thing on the left-hand side of things, but ever so often when she does this, this is the right side of things to be on. And it was so beautiful to see the mother and son reconnect. What a terrible, horrible, uh, ordeal to mm-hmm. go through uh when she when he was released from uh holding you know they have a video of them reconnecting and re and it's just very
2: tearful we love it we love
1: we do we love to see justice actually prevail <laughs> um but i'm still mad about all the men who watched this woman be beat like for real for real that this was man was using all of his might okay <gasps> All of his might. And I'm sure there's nothing she could have said to ever in that. So uh, all you men that was sitting there watching and that like ran out when you saw it happening, look at yourselves in the mirror and ask yourselves, what what kind of person am I? Because I can tell you. All right. That's the end of 60 Second Headlines. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with more Group Chat Thursday. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah. I like the Bible. Remember to give us a call and tell us about what you learned this week because mm-hmm. things I learned this week goes down every Friday and we would love to hear what you have put into your brain grapes That's right. uh, over the course of the last <laughs> few days. Alright, today is Thursday, June 29th. It is. And that is when in 2007... The iPhone was released
2: Really? That seemed like a lifetime ago well, Yeah, 2007 2007
1: was a lifetime ago <laughs> And I was very late to get on the iPhone Same Really?
2: I didn't get an iPhone until I was like a sophomore in college maybe So by that point I, went, I was in college in like 2013 A sophomore That's so gross Twenty seven, two 2007, 2013 <laughs> That's literally <laughs> no gross No iPhone
1: 2013 I was like literally a whole
2: adult I was still in 2013 I was a half adult you were adult. in college. A baby adult. That's not the same.
1: <laughs> not the same. Unless you had a baby while you was in college, you were not an adult.
2: This girl definitely had a baby in my yeah. class one day, and I turned my head. I said, "Oh, it's a baby!" Like it was like crying. I was like, "Oh, yeah," this, because this we in college, and I'm an adult,
1: <laughs> and I got to bring my baby to class.
2: Ooh, shout out to her.
1: Well, her I eventually baby. got an iPhone, and I remember when I got the iPhone, being like, "Oh, this is why," because mm. I had a BlackBerry. My homegirl rode with a BlackBerry until like two years ago. That was the thing, though. Know, Blackberries was a
2: moment. Blackberries was a moment, mm-hmm. and then at a certain point, it was like this is not effective. Yeah, it made you feel like you're like a really businessy, like you know. Oh, I'm handling business. Absolutely. Of course, you were twelve. No, I wasn't. I remember. I remember there was a the whole thing like Drake came out and he was just like, "I write my songs on Blackberries." It was like very just like, "Oh, that's cool. <laughs> He's writing raps on Blackberries.
1: Ooh, child! I was talking to rappers on
2: Blackberries. <laughs> That's what I was doing on um, beep. Is it BBM?
1: BBM, mm-hmm. yeah, BBMing. Well, what are we going to be chat talk, talk? What are we going to be group, group chat chatting, talking? Yeah. Well, this,
2: what this, this, are we going to be gcting <laughs> about? <laughs> We're going to be group chatting about someone else you are a big fan of, Miss Anada Lewis. Yeah. Because she's on this week's episode of Small Doses with the side effects of beating breast cancer. And I mean, she was dropping a lot of gems, not just about breast cancer, but like just about taking care of your body and the importance of it, not before you actually get a, um, an illness or yes, anything like that. like setting yourself up for the dub. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to talk about our bodies, our relationship with our bodies and just like health this hour. Plus, I have a show superlative, y'all. It's Black Music Month and I'm hitting somebody with a most likely to. So that's coming up this hour as well
1: all right we got a lot of things going on i just looked down and saw that jaden smith says his mom jada pinkett introduced jada pinkett smith introduced the family to psychedelic drugs all right we'll get into that next week <laughs>
4: uh we'll be right
1: back right here at the amanda seal show keep it locked.
5: mcdonald's is not new to chicken
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And this hour's group chat topic is all about the podcast Small Doses. My my podcast Small Doses. My podcast This week we have... uh, Ananda Lewis. Mm -hmm. Now, normally we do this segment on Mondays, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to be here on Monday. Uh, So we're doing it right now because I also feel like y'all need to really get into this episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have some audio.
2: Yes. Miss Ananda Lewis dropping gems. Side effects of beating breast cancer.
3: Think about yourself in a relationship. If your man's not talking to you, not giving you hugs or whoever you and I don't say it, everybody's with man, right? But if your partner is not being good to you, how do you feel about that relationship and how do you respond? You're in a relationship with your body. And if you're not doing your part and showing up as a good partner, don't expect a good outcome. Oof.
1: No, that's real. I don't think we think about it enough that way. We don't. A lot of us are treating our bodies like a side piece. Hey, girl. A lot of us are treating our bodies like a side piece. (laughs) I'm going to get to you when I get to you. And my main over here, my life is more important. (laughs) And that's what happens Mm -hmm. is that we don't get to our bodies until we get to them. And usually that's when they done pulled up outside the house, making all this noise. Listen, spray painting
4: your car, kicking (laughs) in your
2: windows. So, Amanda. Yes. I want to know what Mm -hmm. is your relationship with your body like do you have a good one is it positive or is your body pulling up (laughs) kicking in windows (laughs) spray painting cars
1: huh what is my relationship with my body meaning like how in touch with it am i
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: i feel like i really listen to my body i mean i heard my stomach um you know like jumping as i ran up the stairs today which (laughs) let me know that i am not ready for bikini (laughs) but it's fine um I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at taking care of my body okay. and listening to when it says like slow down, when it says make adjustments. Okay. Um, But I also feel like because I grew up in a house with a nurse, like oh, yeah. I was always just kind of uh, conscious of like the medical side of things. Okay. And then as I got older and have more friends that are more into like the holistic side of things, like really just trying to be more mindful about like making choice, better choices about what I put in my body.
2: So do you feel like, to your point about growing up with a nurse in your house, like you're good on like checkups. Like I go, go to the doctor regularly, things like that.
1: Yeah. I have my mammogram. uh oh, mammogram. Yeah. I got my mammogram in two weeks. No. Yeah. I have my mammogram in two weeks. Um, You know, this is the episode side effects of beating breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a woman, those checkups, you know, I joke about it in my first special. I'd be knowing about how like my audience is like responsible hoes. Like, we know what to do when we hear cash money taking over the 990 to 2000s, but we also get annual pap smears mm-hmm. um, because it really is so much going on in women's bodies that we don't really like that, that. Even if you are in tune, you're just like, I don't even know what this is. Right, right, right. Um, that you really do have to like be mindful about just that medical and, and, and healthcare, which is also why when we talk about Roe v. Wade, and the repeal mm-hmm. of people having like true access to reproductive health. Like for women, that's not just some lightweight stuff. Like, sure, <laughs> it's like a matter of life and death in a lot of places, in a lot of cases and places. So
2: I would say I'm pretty in tune with the checkups. I have to say like this episode definitely had me like really like thinking about my really? in- intake as far as like the things you're putting in your body and how you're treating your body. Yeah. Ananda was reading me. I was like, ooh. That's...
1: But Ananda, you know, I will say this. In, though, in a loving way she, But she acknowledges that she's extreme.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's in an extreme situation. Right, right. Definitely. But even just kind of like to her point, though, use her as like she's using herself as a, a cautionary. Like, I didn't do these things. Be conscious of these things. So you don't go down, go down a road where you can't like turn back around.
1: So you know what? At a certain point, and doctors will tell you this. At a certain point, you are no longer, you're you're no longer living a life of, um. what's the word I'm looking for? You. Basically, at a certain point, you're living a life of maintenance. Got you. Like your body's not going to get like better. Mm-hmm. You just don't want it to get worse. Right. Right. You don't want it to degenerate, mm-hmm. you know? So like around like 35, 40, like you really start like, okay, how do I maintain? How do I do the best to maintain? Because I think what a lot of people do is they wait until things get hectic and mm-hmm. then it's too far gone to turn back. I feel like I'm getting to a point where I really need to like check myself with like this eating mm-hmm. and how I eat in my diet and stuff. And I really take for granted that I've been pretty useful like my whole life. Right. And that um maybe that that ain't that ain't gonna be valuable.
2: <laughs> no, I feel that. Which is why I think next break we should talk about. What are some of the signs your body gives you when you aren't taking care of it? Like, how do you know when your body starts? I can tell you, I can tell you number one. When we get back, I got you, I got you. All right.
1: And I would love to hear from y'all. 855 amanda 8. -8. That's 855 262 6328
2: We'll be right back at the Amanda Seal Show. The
1: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals.
2: I'm Jeremiah I Like the Bible. And it's a group chat Thursday. It is. We're talking about mind, body, and mental and physical health, Amanda. Because this week on Small Doses, you had popular, iconic MCVVJ. Beautiful. Be- beautiful is an understatement. Right. I don't mean, think there's even words to describe the level of beauty. <laughs> Ananda Lewis is
1: Ananda's like Sade levels mm-hmm,
2: Yes um, But she was on The episode, the podcast Talking about Just her holistic Approach to health And her battle Against breast cancer And mm-hmm. uh, last break Before we left I asked you What are some of the Signs your body Gives you When you aren't Taking care of it
1: The number one Sign my body Gives me When it's not Taking care of it Is uh, I literally Just get fatigued Like it's mm-hmm. like Go sleep Now And it'll literally Be like Go to sleep Right Now <sighs> now like every like things just start feeling sluggish like everything just starts feeling like so extra also um my lower back okay so my lower back will hurt even if it's not my lower back that's hurt
2: okay cuz it's where
1: i hold my tension Got it. So, you know, if I'm not taking care of my body, if I'm just overworking or I'm just like not putting the right things in my body, I feel like I then start holding tension.
2: I feel that. I feel that. I've been conscious of that when it comes to like eating, when people are like, mm-hmm. you, you, your body feels the way you eat. I'm like, oh, that's why I feel like that eating that Popeye chicken. It was good. Yeah. But now you, that next day, you kind of like, ooh. Or even that later that day, you're like... Maybe I should have had an apple instead.
1: So that's the problem with me and Taco Bell because Taco Bell does not make me feel like that. And so Uh, thus
2: I continue to consume it. it. (laughs) No, I got you. For me, I think my body, I didn't realize like maybe like post-college, like, oh, your mental symptoms like um, anxiety or things like that can show, manifest physically in your body.
1: Oh, so that's what, so my lower back does that
2: too. When I was
1: younger, it was my neck. Like my voice, I would lose my voice Ah. because I would hold my tension in my neck. And so by having my neck be like so strong, like be so like strained, Mm. it would like mess up my vocal cords.
2: Really? Yeah. You need your voice. Now you like Ursula and Ariel. Oh, I'm punching it (laughs) so. No, I I literally remember one time coming home like post-college and I thought I was having a heart attack. Like I'm like. I mean, I was never had a heart attack, thank, thankfully, but like my chest felt like really weird. I'm like, in my trip, like my chest is like hurting. And I'm telling my dad, first of all, my, my parents always think I'm like playing. They think everything I do, I'm like joking. So you've had a panic attack. <laughs> no, this wasn't a panic attack. This wasn't, this was like literally uh, like, I felt like my chest was hurting like really bad. And it was not like uncomfortable. Get felt, to the end of the story. Because okay. I'm going to tell you. Get to the end of the story. So I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. My dad is like, you're not having a heart attack. I'm like, something's happening. So I get to the doctor. They, we drive to the uh, e- ER. They put a little uh, thing uh-huh. on me. And they're like, you're fine. Like, nothing's wrong with you. I'm, you
1: had a panic attack.
2: Is, an, is that a panic attack? Jeremiah. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm for real. That's, that's, you had a panic attack. But I was wasn't panicking. I'm not
1: panicking It was just like... Yeah, you were, actually. And you just said, in this conversation, we talked about how our body
2: manifests things that we are... What's to that point? Yeah. So they asked me, the doctor was like, she's like, you're fine. Like Your body's not having a heart attack. She's like, are you anxious right now? I'm like, I don't think I'm anxious. But also for me, I'm like, to me, anxious means like you're moving around. You're frantic. I'm like, I'm not frantic. No, anxious is fear. And she's like are you sure you're not anxious? I'm like, I'm anxious. and I, I, like, I was like, I'm anxious as like a 24 year old college person who just graduated. You had a panic <laughs> attack. And she's like, it's probably just like anxiety. And I was like, oh, you
1: had a panic attack. You had a panic attack. You had a panic attack.
2: What are y'all headed? Amanda told me.
1: As somebody who has witnessed a panic attack. Yes. That was a panic
2: attack. I know. You learn something new every day. In a panic attack moment. Yes. Got you. I feel you. I feel you. Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, listen to y'all bodies though.
1: This nigga just called me Big Dog. All right. (laughs) Well, we just uncovered a mystery for Jeremiah. So, but let me just tell you something. Were you really just about to be like, yeah, like this happened? I don't know what happened. But
2: no, honestly, in that moment, like in that moment. But did you ever figure it out later? Like, did you ever think about it again? Well, more so was just that. you're you're anxious and your body is reacting to you being anxious, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I know that. Right. I'm asking you after this happened. I oh, don't know. I just thought, because <laughs> I mean, I've had, I, I, like, I guess more so I was conscious of like when I'm feeling other things in my body, like, oh, I'm anxious right now. Like my body is, or like sometimes I can't eat. Like, I can be physically hungry, but can't eat. Yeah, like of appetite, yep. And it's like, I know I'm hungry, but I try to eat something, my body's like, you, don't, you cannot eat it right now. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm really anxious about something. I don't know why I'm anxious, but something is happening in my body.
1: Therapy is going to be really good for you.
2: <laughs> it is, y'all. I'm going to get you updates when I find a therapist. If you're a therapist, call in.
1: Because <laughs> like, the therapists are listening
2: right now like, <laughs>
1: this man had a panic attack. <laughs> they are really in the car like, <laughs> that was a panic attack. Let's talk about it.
2: Call in, y'all.
1: It's the Amanda Seals show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals show. We up. we are, we up. What's cracking? It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and I'm about to be 40 deuce.
2: That is correct, Amanda. In this hour, we're talking about like health, wellness, so I'm curious, as someone who is on the next phase of life. I was going to say, watch it, watch <laughs>
1: it.
2: What are some things you plan on doing differently? Or are there some things you've changed since you were like younger? Like, oh, back in the day, I was I was running the streets. I do not drink. At all anymore. But previously, you did.
1: Yeah. Oh, who? Oh. <laughs> Your girl. Your girl was with the legs.
2: Because I've known you, you don't drink. That's why I'm like, oh, there's a time you were <laughs> shot, 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 shot. Yeah, absolutely. We were even at an event recently, and they were like, it's all take shots. <laughs> And you were like I'm fine fine."
1: (laughs) And they were really pushing it They were I took a shot I mean we were at a hotel recently And they were giving like Oh yeah Literally complimentary champagne And I was like Nah I'm
2: good I took my bottle I
1: said can you bring me A bowl of fruit
2: (laughs) No I think about me As a drunk person I'm just like Over the top (laughs) So I'm doing cartwheels And and stunts And swinging off stuff No (laughs) My friends are always like Jeremiah You need to sit down
1: What else have I done I've really worked on uh, I've talked about this on the show before, like implementing a morning regimen. Yes. My next door neighbor was telling me that her doctor had told her like, you can't just like jump into the day. You are over 40. Like you need to ease mm. into the day. So she was telling me about how like she would wake up and like she does stretches and she journals. And so I was like, well, what's my version of that? Because I don't feel like writing that early in the morning. So what I started doing was... Uh, you know, stretching, and I do a headstand, and then I started swimming again. So, like stuff like that, I feel like gets me into the
2: day physically before mm-hmm. I am mentally. Well, they say the same thing you should do for like the end of the day. They're like you to just the, analogy the wind heard, down. Yeah, like the analogy I heard was like you don't you wouldn't just stop a car by hitting the brakes. You have to like slow it down.
1: So you know what? That's when you implement stuff like regimens. Like mm-hmm. skincare regimens are like good for your skin, but it's mm-hmm. also good for just like slowing things down because, like, you got to do these steps and, like, get into just, like, a centered space just, like, by yourself, right?
2: picking up that phone at the a certain time. <sighs> I this mean... It's going to be there tomorrow, y'all. I swear, Instagram going to be there tomorrow.
1: Also, I love when I find a really good book
2: mm. uh,
1: because then that becomes something I can do
2: before I go to bed. I'll be trying it in my head. I'm going to read before I go to bed, <laughs> but I was just fall asleep <laughs> reading a book.
1: I mean, that's fine though I feel like that's fine If it's a good book too It's like It's just nice to like Leave the world On that note Versus like mm. Watching TV Or looking at the phone Right Me and need... my, me and Devon Have implemented a thing too Where We'll like Ask each other Like do you have anything You want to get
2: off your chest Before you go to bed Yeah Cause Ooh. you don't want to go to bed angry I know But I feel like Now I gotta be
1: No I'll tell you this I think The fact that It is the end of the day And you're like Kind of like Worn out Like you're gotcha. just more, You're just less adversarial Right It's just like <sighs> Let me know, you <laughs> know? Me know, I'm too, uh, yeah, I'm too, I'm too tired to fight.
2: <laughs> so. No, that's where I feel that. So you yeah, did yeah, You go, everybody. If you needed some tips and tricks. If you're going into your forties, Amanda still just get you some. i want going to take tips. breaks,
1: you know, like right now I'm taking a break from the Instagrams, mm-hmm. uh, from the internets. I mean, it's, it's in preparation, but it's also in, you know, just kind of like a, um, in an effort to also, like, just be mindful about, like,
2: you need to create space. I believe that. And I mean, and to the point of this whole hour, we're talking about your Smartest Podcast with Ananda. And her one of her biggest things, like, start early. Don't wait until you're 40 to be like, I need to start winding down. I need to start waking up with a routine. Yes. If you in your 20s, if you in your teens, like, craft a life that will that will give you longevity um, <laughs> for your actual body. Like, we, th- we think about career. We think about all these other things, but... If your body ain't there, ain't no career, baby. Baby. So there's that. So make sure you check out these episode Side Effects of
1: Beating Breast Cancer mm-hmm. with Ananda Lewis, premiering, well, you can listen to it everywhere. Uh Right now. But if you want to watch the episode, it premieres today at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on AmandaSealsTV.com. Great episode. Great episode. I'm very proud of this episode. and proud of what people have said they have received from it. Uh, we love hearing from you. So make sure you hit me up. one amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Next hour, I be knowing. I got some things to get off my mind. And I'm going to do it right here on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. I'm Amanda Seals I'm Jeremiah
2: Like the Bible And it is
1: time For the word of the day
2: Alright I'm getting my dictionary out
1: <laughs> Alright for all my Vocabulary heads Out there The word of the day
2: Is Kluge. Um, Part of speech Noun um, When I think of I think Whenever you have a word I always think about What it sounds like So I think of clue So maybe it's a person Who's like an investigator A private eye um, Nancy Drew is a sleuth. No? Okay.
1: A kludge is a haphazard or makeshift solution. It's funny when they put like vocab words <laughs> in, in the vocabulary. definition. <laughs> Basically, a kludge is a haphazard or makeshift solution to a problem, and especially a computer or programming problem. Okay. So, in a sentence, Homeboy ain't really know How to fix it And put together a clue To try and make it work Oh
2: People do that a lot though But I fixed it
1: (laughs) Um Another So I think that It can also be used Like outside of electronics Just Mm -hmm. as like You tried to throw some things together To make something work Like Um Why Basically it's a.
2: Oh so like when I have like You, take, you see people you had like The duct tape on the rear view Yes People so had
1: like The, the antenna taped to, mm-hmm. the, to, come to the TV Y'all don't know nothing about that You know when you take glue And glue your braid back in
2: Not gluing your braid back in Yeah is that was happening That's a kludge In the street
1: But I think it's because I think the kludge though Is like <laughs> a, It's a makeshift solution But sometimes it could also be Just like a gathering Of like a bunch of different materials To try mm-hmm. and make
2: something work and that's life That's <laughs> life So you gotta make it work We all <laughs> need our own kludges Like Project Runway Make it work <sighs> What a great show That was a good show I Should go watch it Yeah like, you know. What do we got coming up next hour? Coming up this hour We're gonna hit the I be knowing streets Amanda Because you be knowing I do You got a lot of stuff you got Off your chest for the people Plus we're gonna take some more calls We've been talking about Going no contact in the show And y'all have been calling in With your stories So we're gonna take time for that Plus we got 60 second headlines Because there's some headlines We gotta hit Even though it's Group Chat Thursday.
1: You're me. All right. That's how it's going down. Let's keep it like right here. To the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can always check it out wherever you get your podcasts and you can check out my latest episode of Small Doses with Ananda Lewis talking about side effects of beating breast cancer. She was diagnosed in 2019 with breast cancer and has been treating herself for the past three years and she took time out, four years, sorry, and she took time out to come and share with us just how she's doing and what she's doing and and a whole lot of other wisdom about a whole lot of other things because she is, remember, the former host of Teen Summit. Your girl got brains, okay? So make sure you check that out and you can also watch the premiere of the episode uh, on Instagram. Sorry, you can also watch the premiere of the episode today at Amanda Seals TV on YouTube uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. We got more show when we come back. Don't go anywhere.
2: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for you to get some things off your chest for the people with...
1: I be knowing! You know, graduations and people with authority have really just been outlandish this graduation season. Mm -hmm. We've been seeing lots of videos, lots of videos of just principals and administrators just really doing so much to keep these kids from celebrating their major achievement of Mm -hmm. graduating from high school. But... In watching this, I've also seen a lot of students really just kind of uh, not go quietly and be like, uh, yeah, nah, you're not going to just like sun me like that. And that, to me, was really great to see. And I saw people in the comments, though, saying things like, I mean, this is just classless. You look like an angry Black woman, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to tell y'all, so what? So what we need more angry black women in positions of authority who are for black people, who are for the people. There haven't been any women in these positions who weren't angry. That's actually what got them in that position. They were angry about the. uh they were angry about the situations, the circumstances that folks were in. They were angry about the legislation that was being passed. They've been angry about the misuse of authority and violence. They've been angry and they, they fuel that anger. They refine that rage and they put it to work, right? Sometimes they put it to work by organizing others. Sometimes they put it to work, create creatively in the arts. Sometimes they put it to work by running for office and saying, you know what? I'm going to get in the mix with these folks myself and make these changes. And that's a big decision to make. Because it's almost like you going down into the lion's den, Mm -hmm. right, with like a a little Bic lighter. But it's necessary. And so when I saw these people saying things like, oh, like you shouldn't be an angry black woman. You shouldn't even be like saying you should just like take your stuff and go and, you know, deal with it on the side. No, that's why when I said the other day, when they go low, we get loud. We got to stop dealing with stuff on the side that needs to be exposed in the... public and that needs to be amplified because what people do in the dark should be coming to light. It should come to light and it's going to take us to do it. So that's my thoughts on today's I be knowing. What do you think? 1855 Amanda 8. That's 855 262 6328 And shout out to all my angry black women who are refining their rage into effort and
2: results. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The
1: Amanda Seal Show. We
2: up, we
4: up, we
2: up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremy. I Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And we've been getting lots of calls, y'all, about going no contact from this week's group chat. And we love y'all calls. So keep calling us at one Amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 This is the Amanda Steele Show. Who's on the line?
3: Hi there, Amanda. I am in the middle now of a no contact with my mother. And I've not been in contact with her for about 10 years. Mother says I don't acknowledge her. Earth days I don't acknowledge is not allowed to hear my voice. Hi, Amanda. I saw your post on Instagram about going no contact with your parents, and I wanted to share that I did with my mom while I was in college. But so it didn't happen immediately into college, but maybe sophomore year. But so from my sophomore year to probably three or four years after graduation, I did not speak to my mom. Yep. I didn't speak to my mom for almost
1: seven years. Well, the mom's zacking up.
2: <laughs> we haven't heard any fathers. People say I'm not talking to their, their fathers anymore.
1: Yeah, we have.
2: We have? Yeah. Maybe i remember. Maybe I blocked that out. Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that earlier in the show. Um, But I guess like the, this, I wonder if people also just take it. Harder with their mothers too Like the relationship Between like Children and mothers Is a very distinct relationship That's different than Kids and their fathers
1: Um You know what's funny I feel like There's also something To be said for like There's probably people Who are in no contact With their fathers That don't even realize They're in no contact With their fathers That's true (laughs) Right Like or that like They've really never had Like real Like they're not even having Like real conversations Right Like that's like something That a friend of mine Was telling me the other day She was like I just realized that like I'm not no contact with my dad, but like I really don't have any real conversations mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a very like superfluous as you know surface exchange, mm-hmm. and then it's more so it's like a check in, like you alive, you alive, right, great, right, great, great, great.
2: Right. You like, oh, I talked to my dad today, and it's like you said, hey, <laughs> and what you eat for dinner, and the like, night? is it a text? Is it a text? Did, you, did
1: your dad send you HBD, or did he at least spell the mm-hmm. words out?
2: Mm-hmm. That's true. And I feel like that's the same a lot for a lot of relationships. Actually, people are like, "Oh yeah, we 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 cool, we together." It's like, are you?
1: Well, I know that like? I I realized recently, like, oh, like none of my friends really check on me.
2: Really, Mm-mm.
1: I have like two friends that like will like I have I have two friends that will like check on me, like will mm-hmm. really will be like, you good? Like, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Let's like we'll just call Just like have a catch up. Um, I guess I can say three because one of them like just started doing that because like mm-hmm. she had like a I feel like her life kind of changed and she just like started realizing like oh I should probably do that but in realizing that I was like I think a lot of my friends or even just like po- people who may not they be, they may be more than acquaintances even mm-hmm. if they're not like my sisters you know what I'm saying but like I feel like they see me on
2: Instagram so they feel like they checked in with me the internet is weird because you're like I you will see people that you haven't seen. It's like, I just saw you, didn't I? It's like, I haven't seen you in 10 years, actually. But
1: once I I'm, I remember one time, like I literally like had this experience before and I blocked all my like
2: friends, friends uh-huh.
1: and they started texting me and calling me like, hey, you good? I, I haven't seen you on Instagram. I'm like, so I was right.
2: <laughs> that is true. Some people actually don't have their like close friends on their on their social media. It's for like part of that reason. It's like. It's like a pseudo parasocial thing happening. It's parasocial, you better say parasocial. Parasocial—that's gonna be next week's word of the week.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, Paris Hilton coming up next. Um, it is Group Chat Thursday, but of course we always keep y'all in the know. So we got six second headlines. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's Group Chat Thursday here at the Amanda
2: Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah. Like the Bible.
1: Okay, so Jeremiah, have you ever tried to do like a special date for somebody and it didn't it didn't go right?
2: Yeah, I mean it was like a little special outing. It was like a full date because I was in college, so we had no we had no money. Okay, But I didn't have a car, and in DC that's a that's a big, that's thing. A big thing. Okay, so I was dating somebody in my college sweetheart, college little boo thing. And in DC at the time, there was no Chick fil A. And we're both from Atlanta. So, like, you know, Chick fil A is a big thing. Yes. So, like, Chick fil A, the only one was like in um, Silver Spring, Maryland, which is like a ways. So, he had said one day, like, he wanted Chick fil A. So, I'm just like, oh, he want, he I remember he said, So, you're this. like,
1: oh, I'm going to bake this. I'm going to
2: take you, we're go on a weekend. So, we were hanging out, doing some other stu- stuff. So, now I'm like, okay, we're now about to go to Chick fil A. We're riding a car down Georgia Avenue, which is long street. And we pass the Popeyes. he's like, oh my God, let's stop at Popeyes. I'm like, no, we can't stop at Popeyes. He's like, why not? I'm like, we cannot stop at Popeye's. (laughs) So we get into a whole argument because he's like, why won't you stop at Popeye's? Like, I believe in Popeye's. I'm just like...
1: Okay, but here's the thing. Because we cannot stop at Popeye's. No, see, I'm going to fight you. (laughs) I'm going to fight you because this is an actual argument that me and Javon have had. Why can't you just say, because I have a surprise for you? That cuts it. That right there cuts it. Oh, let me sit back and shut up. You wouldn't even have to do anything else. But the Maybe. fact that y'all just do not verbalize these things—this the literally, the literally happened with me and Devon the other day. Because <laughs> he knows that, like, I don't play about the beach, and he like went to the beach without me. I was like, he, I got home, I was like, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm in Malibu. I'm like, you Malibu? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm at the open. I'm like at the shopping center in Malibu, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so when he gets home, he's like, I got you some real cool things for your birthday. Why What? Because <laughs>
2: <What? laughs> it ruins the surprise.
1: No, it doesn't ruin the surprise because that's the surprise. I'm out here shopping for your birthday. Oh, my God. I'm surprised. Yay. I'm not opening the gifts right now.
2: I mean, that's you could have
1: literally said to him, "I want to surprise you." That's it. He don't know where we're going. He don't know why we're going. You saved yourself. I can't get with you on that. We, Sorry. Well, we
2: finally made it though. So by the, <laughs> first of all, the, by the time you pass the Popeye, it's like another like at least fifteen minutes. Okay, so <laughs> that's a whole. So we're like arguing for fifteen minutes. So we get there. And I'm just like over at this point. I'm like, now nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Nah, I don't want to do this. So literally, we, I got the car, I went down. So I like get to walk down, like from the parking garage downstairs to the Chick Fil A. I like sat down and ate the Chick Fil A. And I was like, I'm like FM, forget this. And he's like in a car. Like he didn't. Come. I thought he was like come, but he didn't come. So now I'm like, ah, forget it. So then I went to the, get a bag. I'm like, take my food to go. Like I'm just really annoyed. Like this whole thing is annoying. So the whole ride back to campus, we just like. This is so avoidable I think we actually End up stopping at Popeyes <laughs> I at. If I recall. But like I dropped off At his door I'm like you know what Don't talk to me
1: <laughs> Was that the end?
2: No Uh. I was gonna say That sounds like you had a tantrum I could text him right now If I wanted to
1: Ooh.
2: Let me text him You remember that I should, I should text him You remember that time We got into our Chick-fil-A <laughs> I wonder if he remembers that Please text him Let's text
1: him I wanna know So why you're doing that <laughs> While you're doing that, um, you know, Devon, when we first were getting back together, like, I feel like he was really on some, like, I'm going to show Amanda, like, you know, just how much I love her, just how, much, how grown I am. Yeah. So the thing about it, though, is that he had been like yeah. just a loner and had just been single. So he wasn't like in practice of like keeping me abreast of like keeping people abreast of things. Mm-hmm. So he like got to the house and was like, you need to get ready. And I was like. <laughs> Get ready, like, and also by, at that point too, I was still very adversarial and like, who are you bossing around, right? So I'm like, we managed need to get ready. He's like, hurry up. I'm like, don't rush me, y'all. I don't because I still didn't know where. Like, what do you mean? And it wasn't like he was like, I have a surprise for you. We need to go now, mind you. Mm-hmm. I need to know some factors in this surprise. I need to know, like, do I
2: need to wear a sensible shoe? That's okay. In this scenario, that is true. Because you're like, what? you want me to get dressed. What am I? What,
1: and like, he couldn't like really like give me that. Now he understands, like, I need all the factors. A framework. Yes. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know. I, like, so now he's arguing because I'm like, I just feel like you're rushing me. You're not going to be any information. I don't know what we're doing. And he's just like, oh my God, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to go by myself. He was about to leave. This man was about to leave me and go by himself to a thing that he had gotten for me.
2: It'd be like that.
1: Long story short, I get in the car. We don't talk. By the way, this one when I lived in Sherman Oaks. So he was taking me to the beach. The beach is a thing for me and Devon. We both are like obsessed with beach. That's a good forty-five minutes of silence. And then like he's like was playing Wu Tang. And then like we stopped at Sharky's, which is like a like a. It's like above Taco Bell, but it's still like not like fine dining.
2: best. Right. So I'm fruit-ish. like,
1: what are we doing? Like, why are we here? Okay, so we get the stuff, and then we go, and he's yeah. like, surprise! And we get to the beach, and there's like a table set up with like flowers, and like it's really beautiful. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> Y'all, they don't make food for this. They just, like, set it up. You have to bring the food. The sharkies was the food. food. And by the way, like, I wasn't feeling Sharky, so all I had gotten was chips.
2: Yikes. But it was beautiful, though. It was pretty.
1: It was beautiful, but we had argued the whole way, and I was just like, this is so dumb. Like, you could have, like, handled this so differently, and, like, it wouldn't have even been a thing. And... Like we ended up like We have pictures at the end That make it look like It was like a real
2: <laughs> I mean you gotta get Your pictures now <laughs> Yeah
1: we have pictures Where he's like kissing me It's like oh look at this And it's also like Oh it's also like a sunset So you like sit there And you like watch oh, the sunset It's cute. really beautiful yeah. We really should do it again
2: With the proper nutrition Yes I don't know about the people If they ever had this experience I'm sure they've had Surprise date fails
1: Oh please share with us Your surprise date fails Either a surprise date failing On you or one that you Were trying to do for someone One eight five five 855 8 That's one 6328. We got two second headlines when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show on a group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, we're about to check out of here. It's been a fabulous week here at the Amanda Seals Show. And uh, we still got Friday tomorrow. That's right. Friday, Friday. Uh, but in the meantime, in between time, we had a group chat Thursday today. What are some of the stories we talked about, Jeremiah?
2: Well, we had to bring back the whole conversation about going no contact with parents because the people was was with, they had stories. So parents get it together. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but you're not on the right foot. No. We also yeah. talked about our dating non negotiables, you know, and also surprising your bae, you know, uh. and how it can go wrong <laughs> or, or not. Plus we had a whole hour dedicated to this week's models episode, side effects of beating breast cancer With Ananda Lewis, what are you we talking a about? Of beating
1: breast cancer, it kind of sounded like you said getting so Oh I no, just beating it's y'all,
2: beating um, mm-hmm. Breast cancer with Ananda Lewis And just talking about, you know, body health Taking care of our bodies, what that looks like After a certain age, and when you're young You know I get about a superlative We gotta find out who it is Listen to that podcast I can't tell you again Yes
1: Listen to the podcast And also listen to The Small Doses podcast With Ananda Lewis Like we just said mm-hmm. uh, You can check that out Wherever you get your podcast. The same place you can check out The Amanda Seals show Wherever you get your podcast. You don't gotta miss out on nothing Just catch up You can also watch Ananda Lewis on Small Doses podcast Premiering today at 4pm Pacific 7pm Eastern At Amanda Seals TV Coming up on Friday's show it's a fun day Friday. We got feel good Friday happening. We're gonna have all the the things that learned. We're gonna have things I learned this week, the public seals announcement, the black spin. I'm gonna talk about hip hop journalism and what it used to be and where it is now. We're also gonna talk about, you know, in our black stories, we gotta big up. Yusuf Salaam of the Exonerated Five and what he accomplished. So make sure you check us out tomorrow to hear what he had to say. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you what he accomplished, So I'm going to let him tell it in his own words. we got all that and more on Friday's Amanda Steele Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Keep it up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. we up. we are. We are.